All right. Um, welcome to. Is this a, a, a sort of a, a feature podcast, or is it? Yeah, I'd like to think so. Is it like an addition? Do we call it an addition, or do we call it a feature? I think we just go with the flow, really. Um, see how this one goes, and then if it's good, then we stick with it. If it's bad, we so save it. I think it's a pretty good, pretty good idea. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, we do this anyway. In the comp, well, we haven't for a long time, but we should do this every week, every two weeks. Yeah, for sure. What do you think? Weekly or four four ninety? So four ninety. Yeah. Um, I think it depends how much we want to get these podcasts out. Depends how good this one goes. Um, oh. everyone's probably wondering what it, exactly we're talking about. <laughs> the suspense is real. Um. All right. So let me explain. Um. Within Airbyte, we have this concept called the shelf um it's basically a list of um list a list of lists no it's it's in trello we use trello to manage our, our shelf um and it's split into a bunch of lists um each have kind of um, column names like idea stage research stage mm-hmm. possibilities yeah, yeah. proposal it's, stage it's a list of ideas right list of ideas that's list of ideas, um, we just kind of get them in there when, as and when, um, kind of review them every every now and then again. Um, if they're good, we kind of discuss them, add notes, do a bit, little bit more research into it. Or if someone just thinks that's just a terrible, terrible idea, yep. we kind of uh, just play around with the columns, rejected, more info, uh, etc. So yep. recently we've been wanting to kind of get back in the swing of things with this shelf, we call it. Yep. Um, just kind of review it every now and then. Yeah. And when when was this created? Was it in summer? Before my time. Oh, really? Before my time. Before yeah. Alex. Pre Alex, this shelf was. It's got it's some dust on it. Yeah, for yeah. the historic. It's yeah. gems in there. <laughs> um, we created the shelf primarily because um, uh, me and Ross, and I'm sure you do, Alex, as well. Sometimes we wake up in a cold sweat, <laughs> and we have this great idea that um, it just keeps us up at night and we note it down on notebooks and then uh, next morning you wake up and something else happens and you just forget about it get on with your lives and yeah. it's gone and, uh, so we made this shelf for that purpose of when you wake up um, okay note it down and then put it in the shelf um, and then explain give a little brief of what it is um, who's it targeted at um, and then uh, as kind of the company we can then review it and then see if it's worth pursuing um, it's a good it's kind of a good exercise I think for sure to just get things down because it's easy to just note them down and forget about it or write on a piece of paper Yep. but once you get into the swing of things and into the shelf kind of gets the juices flowing it does and seeing more other people's <laughs> ideas on there as well sparks other ideas as well so yeah, for sure. I think one one idea would lead to another one, and it's good to visualize it this way. Yeah, it's good. Um, so should we we jump into the shelf now? Then we'll yeah. have a little browse. I mean, what do you want to focus on first? Do you want to go on like the rejected pile, or do you want to go for each yeah, idea? Or I think it would be, I think weekly it would be cool to kind of go through maybe new ones or yeah. old ones revisited. Yep. Um, this week we could. We could maybe go through one. We could maybe talk about research stage. Um, okay, I see one in there. Yeah, that I reckon you could could talk about a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
So we've got one item in our research stage, which is the stage in between idea stage and possibilities. Um, we kind of move items into research stage once we have talked about it and we think it's worth, you know, a bit more of a time into pursuing whether there's competitors, um, any sort of obvious flaws in the idea and seeing if there's any value in it long term mm-hmm. sort of and then from research stage it moves into possibilities which um, possibilities are basically yes we're going to do this yep um, yes, like we're MVP kind of yep let's put it out there see what people have to say yep send a few send a few emails yep yep, yep. gauge the reception so, so uh, yeah do you want to talk about referral then yep so um, referral three hours three hours is in the research stage at the moment um, this should really be I think in possibilities because yeah. we have so we had this idea um, last year um, I think it was around summer last year um, yeah. it, it was kind of to to put all your um, referral codes um, that you've collected from it's mainly from services that you use, so like Airbnb, Uber. Um, they always give you a referral code that you should share with friends. And there's mutual benefit in you sharing because you would get £5 off your next ride and the person who you're sharing it with also gets £5 off. Win-win situation. Win-win situation. PC money. Just <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, and obviously it's used for those services because they want to promote um, to new users and it's referrals are one of the best ways of getting mm-hmm. new users on board. Because it's a lot, a lot less money to spend than um, marketing, and it's it's just if you're going to give away ten pounds per referral, then then mm-hmm. do it because that's probably less than your um, CTA. Yep, and it's a kind of guaranteed. You know, you pay once the the conversion has happened, rather than yep. pay five pounds yep. for a hundred people to visit the site and then no one converts. Yep, and it, it's a guaranteed use because yeah, you only get the sure. five pounds if you actually yeah, use yeah. it. So. It's and it's it's built on kind of word of mouth recommendations or yep. referrals, if you like. Yep. Um, yep. Which obviously carries a lot more weight than just seeing a seeing a Facebook ad or YouTube pre-roll. Yep. So the MVP of referral was um, a basically wallet style. So you had uh, the capabilities of pulling in the referrals um, that you have existing on your phone. Mm-hmm. So if you have Uber installed. Um, if you went into Uber and then you went to share um, the referral, then a little referral icon would pop up saying, add this to your wallet. And once you add it to your wallet, it then gets added to referral. And then from there, um, it kind of acts as its own, I wouldn't say marketplace, but an ecosystem yeah. where platform. platform where it would uh, be accessible for basically anyone to use. Mm-hmm. Um, and we built this really quickly. Um, primarily because we we wanted to pitch it at Web Summit. Um, so we went to Web Summit last November and we brought referral with us. We got some t-shirts made. We got a couple of stickers. Yeah, I did see that sticker on your laptop. Oh, yeah? Yeah, your laptop. Oh, the old one. Uh, you got yeah. any more of those referral stickers? Uh, they've gone missing. We we yeah. got a bunch of Airbyte <laughs> ones as well and they've gone missing as well. I think maybe Louis stole them. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so referral kind of went through... The research stage. Well, maybe it skipped the mm. research stage, actually. 
maybe it's that's why it's there. As devs do, yeah, be excited. Yeah, build that MVP as soon as possible. Yep, which is good. We did, yeah. I mean, we didn't really think about uh, the long-term effects of building this. Um, mm-hmm. We just built it, um, and it, it does have a huge amount of growth in it um, because it could do so much more than just a wallet. Yeah. So um, I was going to say quickly, we're doing a bit of filming today. A yeah. uh, vodcast, if you will. Vodcast. Um, so we'll kind of be able to put up the kind of sketches or oh, the yeah. kind of MVP on the screen if you wanted to check that out at the Airbyte YouTube channel, which will be in the description in the podcast description. Good plug. Good nice, plug. nice plug. Um, also, so how how much did you develop it in terms of that MVP? Um, a little bit. So I think we built it using React Native. Mm-hmm. Um, that meant we could use it on Android and iOS very quickly. We spent about maybe two weeks of development time to build it. Yep. Um, and we, we had a server behind it as well, managing the different referrals. Um, and it was basically just a showcase, showcase app. It didn't actually function. It was purely for visual. It was uh, an enhanced wireframe or UI design, yeah, yeah. let's say. And uh, But that was perfect for WebSummit. For sure. So it's something that kind of instead of just a standard kind of like mock-up MVP where you could just swipe through yep. and look, it was a f- it was almost it was functional. Yeah, I mean it, it functioned in one specific uh, u- yeah, yeah. Uh, use case. Mm-hmm. Um, if you went outside that use case, then it it wouldn't work. But yeah, it, it was perfect for pitching because it adds it, a lot of weight. Yeah, if you've got one person who's engaging with you and talking to you, and you've got five minutes spare, you can walk him through this use case and mm-hmm. he thinks, well, that's perfect. It works worked first time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then they go away thinking of about, about the different possibilities of it, and it's it's great. Yeah, that's good. Um, yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, that's referral. I mean, it went back to, into re- research stage because um, we sort of lost. Maybe we lost focus on it, and we wanted to to sort of plan out mm-hmm. the next stage of it. So that's why it's stuck there. Yeah, yeah. So we did do some work over summer on it, yeah. and it kind of evidently stayed in the research stage there was one kind of main issue there wasn't there we found out that the the actual method of getting people and users to input their codes into the wallet was proven to be difficult yep. so yep. you want to elaborate a bit on that i i think it was a, it required a user um action rather than happening automatically mm-hmm. um when we first built it, we assumed that we'd be able to scrape basically users' emails at their will. Obviously, they'd give approval for it, but we would be able to sort of know what which services they've used because pretty much always, whenever you sign up for a service, they send you a welcome email. And within that welcome email, there's most likely a referral code. Yeah. Um, and then we'd be able to gauge what apps they have downloaded and then build up a user base or service base like that. And that, w- that would have been perfect hmm. right you you get easy easy uh population of the app yep. you know straight past that chicken and egg problem yep um users automatically have all their referral codes at once to you know show quickly to their mates yep. if they want to order takeaway or something yep. but yeah i mean it, it to be honest we, we'd never tried it out yeah it could be a problem that we just made up we we don't know but it will it was a problem that caused us to stop development um yeah. because we didn't see a way around it. The yeah, the email kind of 
the email idea was would people really want yeah. that kind of it's kind of quite invasive yeah although we only just wanted those tiny bits of information yeah it's a it required a lot lot for the user to give up yeah i mean the, the services out there like um i can't remember the one that the um Chivago. Mm-hmm. is that the one that gives you or trip it um some one of those services basically scans your email um looking for holiday so it, it knows when you've just booked a holiday and then it plans your holiday for you um and that requires you to give access to your email but i think you're more inclined to use that because it is a built-in email service referral was never built to help email yeah it, yeah we just needed an email to uh, populate sort of the services within it mm. um users don't see the relation between you giving access to your email and you getting referral codes yeah yeah it's There's not no like why why do you need access to my yeah. emails it's like uh uh, something asking you for like photo permissions yeah, yeah, it's, it's not needed yeah. and then those kind of apps it's like why yeah and um yeah um some yeah i mean i'm sure there's a way around it um but we we just need to look back at it maybe another yeah. time still in the research stage so still there uh should we move on to possibilities or yeah. do we go back to idea stage i think we'll go on to possibilities and kind of idea stage could maybe be a kind of weekly Yep. Or every couple of weeks sort of thing where we kind of dive into a few few of our ideas because, yep. you know, as we say, ideas are worthless. <laughs> All <laughs> about the true. execution. So. True that. Open open book. Yep. Uh, so there's one item in our possibilities. Um, <coughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry. Voice is just breaking. I need some water. Uh, there's one item in the possibilities column, um, which is push notification marketing service slash agency. Yep. Uh, do you want to talk about this one? Yeah, so we... Uh, Airbike kind of had a... Well, Airbike does have a service which is a called ASO Happy, which is an app store optimization, kind of like post, post-development post services for clients yep. to really help them push their product once it's been developed because obviously development's only the first part mm-hmm. and with that comes analytics, uh, marketing, optimization and things like that so we kind of we looked at the notification side and realized that as a whole it was really underplayed uh app companies weren't utilizing it to its full extent because it's it's such a powerful tool to just have instant access to to your users attention really yeah just almost like shouting there and then yeah so we kind of wanted to develop a system that allowed easy kind of a portal, if you like, easy management of push notifications for kind of larger companies, companies that didn't really have the technical resources to, to dive in and manage their push notifications. Um, in addition, it kind of there was there were kind of smart um, kind of behavior based notifications. So, let's say someone's looking at a Indian takeaway. Yep. On a Friday night, um, they go and browse. They kind of add a few things to their menu, and they say, you know what? Don't fancy anymore. Click off. Do whatever they got to do. Watch a bit of Netflix. The app in a kind of use case for for push base, which is what our product was called, was that the app would come back and say, oh, how was that Indian mm-hmm. looking? Here's a discount code. Yep. So it's kind of push back and really engage with the users. It's, it's really specific um, user marketing. 
yeah uh, that no other sort of marketing can do to that effect yeah very um because it's not uh generic it's not a facebook ad it's not a google ad it's um this user has an app installed they are a user of your app so now you can market at them yeah um yeah. yeah we're kind of speaking about push notifications the other day on a podcast and saying how it's like a one strike kind of rule yep. rule there um you know one bad notification and a user won't hesitate to a delete the app if they're not if they're not a fan hmm. or b just disable push notifications yeah i mean a bad notification kind of remind you that you don't actually use the app yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you just delete it straight away yeah um so we kind of yeah we kind of developed that mvp sent out some emails to some kind of uh, larger businesses but also some smaller businesses um feedback was it was a small sample size to be fair but feedback was kind of we don't really need this service at the end of a kind of sprint if you like we kind of realized that it was an educational problem we thought that companies weren't aware of the kind of power of push notifications in the company complexity that you can kind of dive in and really like retarget or target specific people in of your users there's one big player one big player in the push notification who are kind of doing a similar thing and their their kind of marketing strategy strategy as a whole is to kind of educate mm. right yeah um yeah. i kind of drew comparisons to social media yeah. a few years ago where yeah. people weren't people didn't believe in it mm. so it was it was a case of I either move on and sell something else or my marketing strategy strategy is to educate people yep. in in the power yeah, yeah. of using it yeah I mean there's so many social media consultancies now uh, it's crazy and I mean the 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 social media um, platforms are still there like the, as in distribution wise so like Buffer and yeah. Hootsuite um uh, they all still exist and they're huge user base um, but there's also n- a new world of social media consultants who most likely give advice about the strategy and then move the customer onto one of those platforms yeah um, I guess the platforms do play a part in learning because they, they do blog posts they, they help drive engagement and things like that but they're not specialised in giving that advice um, it's strange yeah for sure yeah. it's more of just a here's a tool yeah exactly do you want to use it yeah and looking back well it's just strange to say looking back now on the kind of social media the yeah. hype yeah is it still it's kind of a lot of companies are now doing it yeah in quotation marks um what social of, yeah yeah a lot of companies are i think personally doing it wrong and doing it for the sake of doing it the same way i feel about blog posts yep companies doing generic blog posts that people don't want to read the only people reading them are maybe their competitors yep. and seeing what blog posts they should be writing yeah yeah <laughs> it's a long cycle um, um it's just yeah again it's is that why do you think um do the companies doing that do you think they should be doing um uh social or do you think it's just that they i don't know do you think they they just read it somewhere that social was good, so they're yeah. just doing it, or they read it on one of those blog posts? <laughs> <laughs> and do, do you think that's why that is it providing any value to them? Do you think? Um, yes and no. Like in the basic basic 
level of social it's like yeah you've got a social profile it kind of authenticates if you're a local business kind of like okay the the local business and they can kind of engage with fans yep. if they do like a lot of companies won't but mm. that's going beyond their basic scope yep. helps with kind of like seo and local yeah but yeah it's a lot of companies a just don't bother yeah because it's, it's a long-term thing it's not kind of overnight yeah but it's about education really yeah um, yep. maybe we've delved too into social at the moment we're just talking about push notifications yeah Marketing. Marketing. All marketing. Marketing. Yeah. So what, why didn't we proceed with... Oh, we are still pursuing. Yeah. Um, it's still a service we do provide, yeah. Yep. Yeah. And as I said, the marketing the marketing challenge there was <coughs> to educate people. Yep. Which is a big challenge. Yep. It requires, <coughs> you know, reports, statistics, long, long, form, long form content. Yep. Really, and workshops of the like. Yep. Yeah, I mean... I think the platform is still, I'd say, in development, but the whole strategy side of it is is ongoing. Yeah, um, the marketing, yeah, is a marketing challenge, and yeah, well, I'm interested in the future of push notifications. You know, oh yeah, where where are they going to be in five years? So you mean, um, do you, can you imagine? Right, you're sitting in a living room, and uh, <laughs> uh, something you've triggered something. That triggers this notification. Yeah. But then Alexa calls out and says, "Do you want takeaway tonight? Here's <laughs> a, a five pound off Domino's." Yeah, yeah, it senses the the empty fridge, right? Yep. Or someone says, "I'm hungry." Yeah. <laughs> that maybe that's the trigger. But do, maybe, do, do, yeah. do you think it will come to the Internet of Things in some way? What in terms of notifications? Yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting to yeah because oh. you don't get ads on Alexa and yeah. Um, stuff like that at the moment but maybe you will that's an interesting interesting point there I might have to go back on the shelf for a maybe you should add episode. an ad blocker on the shelf for Alexa ad blocker for Alexa yeah, yeah for sure I mean you, you want to talk about push notifications um, getting your attention imagine your Alexa kind of yeah. not randomly but yeah. going off for your whole family to hear <laughs> perfect <laughs> um, I mean yeah she does that yeah um, imagine you've just had a conversation with someone and then she adds like a final comment she's like a backseat driver she's yeah, always yeah, listening yeah. and then she'll add a <laughs> like a random comment to your conversation yeah. that might add value I don't know uh, yeah it's just the, the pa- yeah but then it's it's got to be always listening to your conversations for that yeah, to happen yeah for sure unless you're like okay okay Alexa okay, Alexa listen to this meeting yep. and then it kind of picks out yeah, the yeah, important yeah. bits schedules meetings <laughs> shut up Alexa <laughs> um, but yeah the yeah. future of I mean diving deep now but mm. how long is a mobile phone going to be around mm. how long is a push notification is going to be around yep. notifications always you know yeah. but I mean but specifically you, on you get notifications on your watch mm-hmm. you get notifications yeah. um, I mean if Google Glass was still around and was released I'm sure you sure, get yeah. notifications on that as well yeah you you need so, notifications for your VR yeah right? yeah yeah. otherwise you're really disconnected <laughs> <laughs> so I think we'll wrap it up there okay until our next The Shelf episode yep in which we'll be diving deep into some some of our ideas we've got quite a few 
quite a few there. Um, we do. I mean, maybe we should um, have an episode on the rejected pile. For sure. And then um, we'll then go to the idea, idea stage of what, what our current list is at. Yeah, we could even rotate through, you know, one, two, three. What do you mean? So uh, do a rejected episode. Yeah. Oh, okay. Idea. Yeah. Maybe a research. Yeah. Sounds so, yeah. Um, cheers for listening yep. to the the bite. Is this called the bite? Uh, I think this is the bite. Yep. Oh, cheers and what's our outro? I don't know yet. Need a little outro. <laughs> dun dun dun. <laughs> yeah. Cheers. See you next time.